0: Today, I want us to open to the Word of God in the book of First Peter, chapter number 4, and we are going to read verse 10 and 11. The other passages, we'll touch on them as we continue, we'll just uh, uh, read First Peter, chapter number 4, verse 10 and 11. And I'm uh, reading from NIV, New International Version. This is what the Bible reads. First Peter 4, 10 and 11. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. Faithfully, administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Now today, uh, last week we started on the five purposes of the church, which is ministry, which is our final uh, for this year. We started in the beginning of the year with worship. We went to discipleship, fellowship, uh, witness, or evangelism. Then we are now at ministry. And therefore today is the second sermon on the subject on the purpose of uh, the fifth purpose of the church, which is ministry. I have entitled my topic, uh, From a Spectator to a Player. From a Spectator to a Player. This morning, when I walked in the office uh, during the preparation of uh, the Holy Communion, I found this ball. I found this ball. And I thought, wow, this is good. So I picked the ball. And uh, those of you who are sports people, uh, when I was young, I was a very good footballer. When I grew older, I don't know what happened with my legs. But nevertheless, those of you who are sports people and you know about football, I want just to give you a short illustration about football. You know, listen to The Kenyan team, the Harambe Stars we were playing in the qualifiers for the preparation for the World Cup 2022 in Qatar. And we had a game in Morocco playing against Mali. And we were humbled five goals to nil. And we came back here in Kenya. That was last, Saturday, last Sunday for the return match. And at home ground, we were humbled one nil. And therefore, we were battled out of the World Cup qualifiers six Goal to nil by Mali. I was stressed, but I, I said we'll have to fight another day. You see, in football or in any sport, we have spectators and we have the players. Let me tell you something. I better be a player at any time. You know, <laughs> here in Kenya, we know about Gold Mahia and AFC Leopards. They are usually when they are playing is called the Mashemedi Debi. Now the challenge of a spectator is that it is very expensive to be a spectator in any game for that matter. It's very expensive. Listen to me: if you are a spectator, first of all, you pay all your bills. You pay all your bills. You pay the stadium fee to enter into the the stadium. You pay for all the snacks and all the drinks that you take. And after that, you are injured. You go to the hospital and you pay for your bill. You pay for everything. And if your team loses, you fight. And you are injured. And if there is a stampede, they stamp on you and you die. Ah, It's expensive to be a spectator. I don't want to be a spectator anywhere in this world. When you are a player, (laughs) all your bills are paid for. (laughs) You know, your uniform is paid for, your meals are paid for, you have a team doctor that takes care of you, and after playing the game, you are paid. You are paid allowances. Hallelujah. This is how, okay, we are done with the football. But this is my challenge to you today. Ministry is about service. I want to believe God. By by the end of this service, everybody here in me, whether you are following online or you are seated here, you are going to shift from being a spectator, from being an observer, from being a watcher, from being just somebody who is there cheering and you are going to come to this side and become a player, become a participator, become an active member in the team, the team Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, Bishop, I can't imagine what would happen if every member of this church, if every Christian that is born again rises up and start up the gift in them and serve God both in church and outside there. I'm telling you, we shall turn this world upside down. Hallelujah. This is my challenge to you today. I want you to move from being a spectator and become a player in Jesus' name. Peter says, each one of you, Each one of you. Listen to me. I don't know you. Maybe I don't know you or you don't know me. But this one thing I know that there are many Christians who sit in church week after week, idle, bored, and maybe even frustrated. Many of them want to serve God but don't know how or where to start. Some of them have moved from one church to another, asking the same questions, looking for the same answers, and they may be headed to the next church if the status quo does not change. The truth of the matter is this. Every born-again Christian has a vital role to play in God's plan and agenda. You have something to contribute to the kingdom of God that glorifies God and has eternal significance and value, something that outlives you. Listen, this church, we only have one pulpit. Let me tell you something. This pulpit belongs to Bishop Dr. Juguna because he's our spiritual leader here. If you are waiting to come and preach here, you may not get that opportunity. We have five, we have four pastors here. We have Reverend Weru, we have Reverend Kyoko, we have Reverend Miano. we have Reverend John, we have Pastor, John. we have so many pastors. This pulpit is just one. Listen to me. Because you do not have an opportunity of coming here, it does not mean that you can't, You don't have an opportunity to serve God. Serving God is not just coming to this pulpit. You serve God in many areas. Amen? You tell me, pastor, what is my job description? Because the job description of a pastor is clear. The Bible says God has appointed pastors, evangelists, Uh, prophets and apostles to equip the saints for the works of ministry. So my job description is to equip you. The job description of bishop is to equip you. Your job description is to get involved in the works of service. That is your JD. Works of service. Peter says this. Verse number 10. As each has received a gift Use it to serve one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So why should you serve? Number one, why should you serve? Because you are equipped to serve. You are equipped to serve. The Bible says each one of you who is born again. Let me qualify this. Peter is writing to the church, to the Gentiles believers. And this church was under very serious oppression by the Roman government during the reign of Emperor Nero. And there were, the Christians were being persecuted. They were having a lot of challenges. But Peter writes to them and tells them, this is how you live even under persecution. And he says, each one of you has a gift to serve one another. So if you are born again, if you know Christ, you have a gift. You may not have five or ten, but at least you have something. Amen? There is a gift in you. You are equipped to be able to serve. The Bible says that you have received a gift. You don't earn this gift. You don't merit this gift. But you have received a gift from the Holy Spirit. And last Sunday we were reminded even our talents, our passions, and our abilities, our experiences, all those things that we have, the Holy Spirit activates them so that you can be able to serve in the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 4, 7 says this. For who makes you differ from another? What do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? What is it that I have? What is it that you have that you have not received? Everything that you have, everything that we have, we have received as a gift. So we need to use that gift to serve one another In the body of Christ. So. This is what I'm saying. You have what it takes. To move from being a spectator. And become a participant. In the kingdom of God. You have what it takes. You are qualified. To be able to get into the game. And become a player. And all your bills. Are paid by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. You know, Lebraduero, because you travel a bit, of course, Bishop travels a bit with outside the country. I also travel a bit within, within, within. I travel a bit within. Actually, I travel a lot within. So, so it is all traveling. It is all traveling. Yeah. Actually, even within a day, I can travel several miles. Just here. Just here. Just here. So this is what I'm saying. You know, we are living in a culture of celebs. Celebs. You hear of celebs? You try to open your WhatsApp. Anytime you try to... Not WhatsApp. You, you, uh, what do you call them? My wife knows those things. Whatever. Facebook. Facebook. I, yes, Facebook? Facebook. Okay, Facebook. I don't know. Facebook. Whatever you open. You find these people talking about, uh, now I'm pregnant. Yeah? And photos of pregnancy. Now this is my bedroom. Now this is what? This is a house. This is whatever. And you are like, so this is the news? This is the news and you are good on your phone, your following celebs about who they, I have divorced this one, I have taken, come and see, I have divorced this one and I have brought this one. And you are there, they are reading this. This is not news. It is distortion of news. It is a waste of time. It is actually trash. But this is my point. Listen to me. In the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, there are no celebs and the ordinary people. And if they are celebs in the kingdom of God, then all of us are celebs. The Bible says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. So if you belong to the kingdom of God, you are a special person. Ah, you are not common. Tell your neighbor, I'm not common. Ah, I'm not common. You know, we are getting to the treatment of common. Politics have started. (laughs) Wananchi wa kawaida tutawajea nyumba tutawanunulia baisikeli tutawanunulia nini tutawapea mpaka pesa wacha nikwambie ni uongo it is a lie it is a lie please it is a lie let me tell you something we do not vote by being by by being told those things we vote using our conviction ah when you go to vote there it will be at, at you vote because you are told you are given money. i have been around this this worked for long for long enough to know those are lies. It is called political rhetoric. Yes. But we shall not be this Ah, kembati. Nobody can con me by telling me and giving me promises that I know they will not work and they are not practical. I have been here long enough. Chosen generation, royal proshood, you know. I know you are looking at me. And you are saying, Pastor, you know you don't know me. Of course I don't know you. (laughs) And you are telling me, Pastor, you know I went to class 3. I'm not asking you the class you went to. And you are telling me, Pastor, you know my grandfather uh, did not do this or my mother or my brother or my sister. Listen to me. The qualification here is not the certificate you have for school. Okay? It is good to have a certificate and we have many of them. Bishop has even a doctorate. And I realized when we did the survey, we have a lot of people here who have two degrees. Others and, uh, and uh, others one. And actually, let me tell you this. When we did the survey, we did this entry. Half of this, the congregation that comes here, they have a, 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 a certificate of college and above. Half of the congregation. But what I like about the qualification in the word of God, it does not say if you have a certificate, you have a gift. If you don't have a certificate, you don't have a gift. It says, as each of you has received a gift. Ah! Ah! Watch Shetani Some of us work like this. Uh, like, like, like this, looking down. And then, you, who is asking you? Kusoma is not the qualification to serve in the kingdom of God. Listen to this. When, Paul, when Peter and John healed a cripple, in Jerusalem, the Bible says that the rulers called them and they told them, but tell us by which power did you heal this man? And Peter and John, the Bible says, they told them, you choose yourself who you are going to obey. For us, we shall obey Jesus. And the Bible records in Acts chapter number four, verse 10, that when the leaders saw the boldness of Peter and John, and they recognized they had not been gone to school. They only had the primary school certificate. They recognized they had been with Jesus. Ah! Ah! Let people recognize you have been with Jesus. Okay. Let people know that First Miano has been with Jesus, because this Jesus can do all things. He is able to change all things. Ah! Sometimes I ask myself, Bishop, do we believe in the songs that we sing here? Do we believe in those songs? That he's able to change all things? That today there are miracles? Do we believe in the songs? God help me to believe in the confession that I make from your word. That you are able to change all things. That you are able to heal cancer, COVID-19. And COVID-18, if there is anything like that, all the COVIDs, all the COVIDs, all the COVIDs. where the COVIDs that have been and the COVIDs that are coming, he is able to heal all of them. And listen to me, we are standing here because he has made a way. Ah. Don't walk in fear of COVID. COVID will come and go. Pastor Miano will remain. Why? No weapon that is fashioned against me that will prosper. Ah, I want to challenge you. Don't just keep sit down and watch the game. Get into the game. Hallelujah. It is better to be inside. Ah, Do you realize that uh, when the players play and the game is over, they exchange the jerseys. They exchange the t-shirts. You have been humbled six-nail but we still have the humility to exchange the jerseys. And it said by the end of the day, it was just a game. When the, uh, the, the spectators lose, they break the seats in the stadium. And then I'm driving down there and they break my side, my screen. And then they take their car. They are stressed. They go home and they abuse their spouses. Ah, 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 it is very expensive to be a spectator. Get into this game. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Do not sit down there with a piece of paper giving choir marks. That one, 2 out of 10. That one, 1.5. 1.5 out of 10. That one. And you are seated there, you are giving him marks. me half. 3.5 over. Listen to me. Come up. Stop giving us marks and scrutinizing us. Get into the game. When you are in the game, you shall not throw stones. Players don't throw stones. It is the spectators who throw stones. I don't want to be a strong thrower. Quit from being a strong thrower. And come in and enjoy the game in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have this gift. And listen, the Bible says, each one of us has a gift. So your gift may not be my gift. Ah, elder, your gift is not my gift. Ah, no, they are different. But the Bible says, use your gift to bless me. I use my gift to bless you. Hallelujah. This is a mutual relationship. We use our gifts. Each one of us use our gift so that all of us, the body is complete. So there is no competition. There is no comparison. Listen, Elder Kihara, What you can do, I can't do. What I can do, you cannot do. Halafu. Halafu. kila mtu na shia yake? He, sawa. Na ufali mungu unaendelea and we complement one another and together we grow and together we come better and tomorrow and then when Jesus comes we shall be told come here good and faithful servant Ah, Bishop my sermon is 10 pages but don't worry about the 10 pages don't worry about the 10 pages this is what I am saying we have been given gifts. We have different gifts. And number two, we are stewards of these gifts. We are stewards of these gifts. Managers. We are managers. Stewards. First Corinthians 4.2 Moreover, it is required in stewardship that one be found faithful. We shall be rewarded on the basis of how we use our gifts. Amen? It doesn't matter the gift that you have. It does not matter the gift that I have. That gift is given to me by the giver who is the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, I'm supposed to manage that gift. Yesterday, Bishop was teaching us in the seminar here. And he labored on the book of 1 Timothy chapter number 4. When Paul is telling Timothy, Start up the gift that is in you. And he talked about the word negligence. Ah, and Elder Kebati explains that negligence is an offense and a serious offense. That if you have given a job description and you are an officer or you are whatever you are doing in an office and you neglect, you neglect your duty, you can go to prison. Serious thing. So do not neglect the gift that is in you. That was given to you. When the elders prayed for you. You received Jesus. And you received the gift. Don't neglect that gift. Start up that gift. Because there will be a reward. The parable of the talents. Matthew chapter number 25. The parable of the talents. In Matthew 25. Verse 14 to 30. Says that there was a a man. A rich man. Who gave talents to his servants. One was given five another one two, another one was given one. The one who was given five multiplied and had ten. The one that was given two multiplied and had two, four. The one that was given one, you know his story. Actually, when you read that account, he has more verses. He has more verses. You see, when you are disobedient, you will be, you will be told a lot of things. So when the owner came, he said, bring an account. Come an account. The guy who had five said, I have another five. He was, he was told, welcome, good and faithful servant. The one who had two, come. How many? Four. Welcome, good and faithful servant. The one who had one who was told, come. He said, even before he was asking anything, I knew you. You reap where you do not sow. So I hate my, my talent. And he was told, you wicked and unfaithful servant. And he was thrown to prison. Now, Jesus said, when he comes back, there shall be an account to be given. I shall not give an account for my wife. I shall not give an account for my daughter. She is there. When she is singing in the choir, she is not singing on my behalf. No. She is serving her God. She is exercising her gift. And therefore, she shall be given a reward, not because of me, but because of what she has done with her talent. I will not give an account for my son. When he serves God, it is his account. Amen. Amen. Of course, there are blessings that flows from the parents to the children. Because the Bible says that this blessing shall be for you, for your children, and for your grandchildren, and for your great-grandchildren. Let me tell you, you may be seated here, you are enjoying the blessing of your grandmother because she prayed for you. Yes, it is true. Some of us, it is because of our mothers. Mama Alikuwa na mukasa tisa ku But she used to pray for us. She prays for me even today. Ah, Mama, don't quit praying for your children. Don't quit praying for your grandchildren. Continue praying for them. There is an impartation. There is a blessing that will flow. Dividends will flow up to where they are. This is what we are saying today. Friends, this is what I am saying. I want to challenge all of us today to move from being a spectator if you have been a spectator and to move and come to the side of the kingdom whereby you become a player and you serve. Uh, Some benefits for serving. Benefits for serving. Discovery of your spiritual gifts. Discovery of your spiritual gifts. God will take care of your needs. You, it connects you to others, and it gets you your focus from off yourself. Four benefits: discovery of your spiritual gifts. God take care of your needs. Connects you with others. Gets your focus off yourself. Let me just say this briefly about discovery of your spiritual gifts because I don't have the time to continue. Discovery of our spiritual gifts. And that's what Bishop was sharing yesterday. Do you know this? And this is true. If you park your car, look at, me, look at 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 me. If you park your car, even if it's a new car that you have just bought from a showroom, and you park it for a long time than necessary, several things will happen. Number one, your battery will die. Number two, the tires will go flat as it continues to remain in the parking. Number three, the oils and the fluids will get spoiled. Number four, as you continue parking, the car will start whirling because the moisture and the dust start chewing your the mabatis, it will start whirling out. If you continue parking, it will become a, a, a place for pests. Snakes will come in, things will come in. Ah. This is what I'm telling you. Nobody was saved to remain in parking. None of us has been saved by God to remain in parking for long than is necessary. Because when you remain in parking, what is going to happen is that your gift will become distorted. Ah. For how long will you remain in parking? Move your car from the parking by getting into the game. And start exercising. That is why you have to drive your car if you are not using it. Drive it, go around, bring it. Friends, today we are talking about ministry. Ministry is about serving. Serving one another. Serving in church. Listen, we should not be having any challenge in this church. At The, the head of Asha comes and tells me, eh, Pastor, today we are few. How many are you? We are four and a half. No, we are five. Sorry, we are five. Then I'm asking myself, how can we be talking about five ushers in a church that has more than 600 adults? How can we be having a challenge with the Sunday school teachers in a church that has more than 600 adults and more than 200 children and then we don't have Sunday school teachers? Ah, something somewhere is not right. There is something somewhere which is not right. And that's why we are saying today, I want to challenge you. This is the day to move from the seat and come and participate. Listen, the qualification is easy. Are you born again? You have a gift. You know, some of you are telling me, Pastor, how do I do it? Let me tell you something. When I got born again, one time I was so excited. You know, I was very young in salvation. I was very excited. You know, when you're excited, you don't know. You're just excited. So I, I said, I want to read a scripture. I want to read the scripture. So I went to Psalm chapter number one. I was very fresh in salvation. And I read. And I was so excited. But when I read the Psalm, I was completely dry. Even my tongue got stuck in the mouth. But listen to me. I did not stop. Next time I went again. And my tongue became loose. Next time I went again. And I had one. Listen to me. You are not going to be perfect. You start because God does not call the perfect. He qualifies the one that obeys his voice. So, if you are here and you are born again, because Bishop will be praying for you, I want you to literally walk here. If you are not involved in any form of ministry here, I want to request you to literally, from where you are, come and stand here today. This is the end of parking. No more parking. This is the end of parking. Come here, come here. Don't fear anybody. You know yourself. You know you're in church. You are not involved in anything. Walk here. Bishop will be praying for you. I won't quit until you come here. Because I know. I not know you. But you know yourself. Walk and stand here. Bishop will be praying for you. We shall guide you. We shall show you what to do. We shall instruct you. We shall help you. We shall connect you. We shall put you to the place that you belong. Walk here, all of you. Kila mtu ambayi huna mahalu na wusika. Walk here, friends, friends, friends. Walk to this place and stand here. Bishop is praying for you because today it is a day that you are going to quit from spectating and getting involved. Not just here, but even outside. Walk to this place and stand here. Ah. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: We are not involved in any active service in Deliverance Church. Like you just come and sit down and you receive and you go home. Come and stand here. You can spread out, you don't have to squeeze, you can spread out as far as you can. Just keep going. Keep good mood that way, please. You are not involved in any active service. You have no ministry. I mean, you, you don't know what it is that you do to advance the vision and the purpose. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 11 not lagging in diligence fervent in spirit serving the lord this is a call to everybody and you are here to be equipped for service You are here to be equipped for service. And service is not in this pulpit like we have learned, because this pulpit is only one. Service is out there. Wherever God has positioned you, whether you are in private business, whether you are in employment, whatever is due, that is your area of service. That is where you express your testimony. That is where you talk about your faith. I'm going to pray for you. And I want you before you leave. Um, uh, can you go to the office and uh, cut some food some several people go to the office Pastor Kiyoko we want everybody here to, take a, to have a piece of paper, which they will return before they go home. And I want you to right now be in prayer. Say, God, what do you want me to do? I don't want to remain packed anymore. I want to get involved. So cut several pieces of paper so that you can distribute them among them as I'm speaking to them right now. Because there is something you can do. There is is something that you are gifted. Because we learned from what Pastor Meno shared that all of us have been gifted to do something. Amen? Do you know, if you you are uh, an auditor, you can come and say, "Uh, I want to give my service because I know I can help you be able to you know, to have a good report about the finances. And if you're a member of this church, we're going to give you our report and you're, you just help us because that's your an auditor. If you're a teacher, you know, I've come to discover over time that those people who are teachers become very effective Sunday school teachers because they are trained to communicate. So that paper you are you're receiving you will need to write what is it that you are trusting God to help you to do, to occupy. Because the Bible says, Occupy till you I come. We should not have few Sunday school teachers. We should not have few uh, ushers or security. Whatever it is that you want, you feel you want to, to serve the Lord in doing, what is it that you can do? Write your name and your phone number. And what you believe God is calling you to do, we're gonna we're gonna be able to follow you up. So write your name, your phone number, and the service you're trusting God for. You can never this. Let me tell you, there is no retirement from serving the Lord. You only retire because you are no longer here. Even when I'll not be. Uh, actively, uh, maybe administering this church, I'll still be serving the Lord. Because the only time you stop serving the Lord is when you get out of here. And we say you are promoted to glory. But as long as you are living, God wants you to do something to advance his purposes. He has called me I have
2: answered, he has called me. Working, working somewhere, working for my Lord. I'll somewhere, working, working somewhere, working, working somewhere,
1: working for my Lord. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, you're the one who tell us in your word to start up the gift that is in us. We announce in this praise that every believer that is standing in this altar today has a gift. There is something they can do. Something we are calling upon them. Oh God, in the in what we are all called upon to do and that is to share our faith. Others, you are calling them to become those that will serve in the various areas of ministry. When we talk about gifts, there are gifts we read of. Not just the gifts of the Spirit, but there are other ministry gifts like administration. Father, Father, we pray that this church oh God even that we desire to train people that there will be ministries that will be born even some ministries that are not existing now ministries that can focus on the different challenges we are dealing with oh God even as a country I pray dear father that out of this group that is here Father, there will be people joining to get involved in active ministry in Deliverance Church Langata and they will go out and become ambassadors for you because that's what we are called to. Father, we thank you for speaking to us through your servant. And thank you, dear Father. Oh God, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. We believe that in that paper you have already given us your name. And if you're a visitor, just indicate that I'm a visitor. Because for you to respond to such an invitation, you don't have to be a member, you may be even a visitor. And uh, if you have the liberty to do so, would we'll be so happy if you can indicate some of you could be teachers others could be in the medical field whatever it is that you do so that we can figure how to connect you to a certain ministry because we need people in the hospitality we need people in various aspects of ministry so we'll be happy if you can indicate It would be so great if you can indicate in that paper how long you have been around in the church, whether it's two years, three years, four years. That also will help us to know how to position you for ministry. Lord, we thank you for speaking to us so powerfully. And dear Father, we recognize that we need to hear more. We need to hear more of this. We just pray that God you help us to be open to your voice even as you speak to us. We give you thanks, oh God, for your faithfulness. We honor you for these people who have stood here. Hallelujah. What is everybody standing? We're going to make a prayer to the Lord. Before, as I will be releasing them, but I want you to lift one of your hands up and we sing, I Pray Allegiance to the Lamb. Because in serving, as we pray loyalty to Him, He has called us to service. I pray allegiance to
2: the Lamb with all.
1: one more time I,
2: I pledge pledge
1: allegiance
2: allegiance to you. The
1: have Spoken a blessing upon everybody who is standing here, and as they turn these papers to the pastors to look through, God, we believe and collect the papers now for those who are done. Lord, we thank you because we shall engage them. We are committed to engage them, Lord, in acts of service. Because when we read in your word, it says, We shall receive. In the letter of Paul to the church in Corinth, he said, We shall receive during the judgment seat of Christ, we shall receive according to the things we did in this body. And I pray that none of us will fail to maximize our potential, none of us will remain packed. But we'll be involved in ministry. We celebrate what you have done in Jesus' name. Come on, let us celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Can go back to your seats. Uh, uh, we're going to be uh, remaining standing because we're going to be releasing some, the visitors. You can just stand for a moment. Please, it will be helpful. How many are visiting with us for the very, very first time? You have never been to Deliverance Church? Just leave the hand. Okay, they are there. Please, if you can come and don't leave anything behind. Come with your bags. Come with whatever you have. We'll be happy to just come. We'll be happy to come. Hallelujah. What a blessing. What a blessing to have you. Hallelujah. We are so happy to have you. Just come from wherever you are. We are so honored to have you. In this church, we love visitors. We love visitors. We actually plan for them. We plan for them before they get here. Amen? Because we love visitors amen. I pray that you have had a good experience that you will come again. Amen. Lord we thank you for these visitors as we receive them speak a blessing upon them and dear father we pray that some of them will f- go away saying I just found what is going to be my, f- th- uh, uh, my church. A church where I'm going to connect to God's purposes. Thank you for your faithfulness we pray for the hospitality team who receive them God, they will feel a very, very strong sense of welcome in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to go. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that as we leave this place, we go knowing we are healed, we are empowered, we are energized to go for service. We honor you and we celebrate you. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ... In the love of God, in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be thus now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.